Hi folks, welcome to episode 10 of the CP Sport and Fitness Podcast and today I want to have a quick chat with you guys about failure and how you should define failure, what failure means for you and if you're feeling failure or you feel like you have failed, how you can deal with it and how you can sort of kick on going forward. So just to give a wee bit of, bit of context to this topic and, and why it's came up today especially, um, as I record this, uh, you may have seen, so I'm recording this a few days after, but this past week I actually failed phase one of the 75 hard challenge that I was attempting. Um, I got 10 days in and on, on the 10th day, uh, sorry, on the 11th day, uh, I, I never got one of my workouts done and I never got a couple of my critical power tasks done and I also never did the, the visualisation either. So obviously this is, uh, it could be perceived as a you know, pretty big setback. Uh, it's 10 days of my life that I've sort of wasted, so to speak. Uh, but it, it very much depends on what your, your outlook is on it. Um, I could just now have the mindset of, you know, that's, that is 10 days wasted. Um, I'm disappointed in myself, frustrated in myself. That's it. I'm not doing this again. I've given up. And that's a, that's a dead in the water. I could have that outlook on it, but I don't. And it's one of the ways which I feel that is com- comes very easy to me just now because I've, I've practised it for a good amount of time now. And it is just having a sort of positive outlook on the situation. Now, I'll touch more on this sort of throughout the episode, but um, basically I've not let it overcome me. I've not let it, you know, trans transfer over into different areas of my life. I've I've dealt with it. I've taken the responsibility that I know I failed. Like it's not that there was obviously things that happened on that day that led to me led to me failure and other things that came up. But how I reacted to those is what led to my failure. Um like there's there's no doubt in my mind that I could have completed the challenge, but um it was just simply due to my actions it's my fault that I failed it, right? And owning up to that and taking responsibility is firstly a thing that I think many people struggle with. And actually, you know, taking full responsibility, even if it's something that you feel like you, you know, you're actually maybe not fully responsible for and you know that there's other things that could have went in your favour, actually just taking the responsibility, owning up to things and just cracking on with it. Um, I think that's something where some people struggle and then also just like I said earlier having that sort of the resilience and the sort of positive attitude to come through it in a more positive manner as well and not letting it completely overwhelm me and take over every part of my life um, there's two ways that have sort of led, led to me coping with it pretty well actually um, overall I know many people um like I said, I might have thought that it would be a sort of massive failure and I've spoken to a few people, you know, personally since, you know, clients and friends and just other people and, uh, you know, people have said, oh, you're not, you're not raging, you're not fuming with yourself and obviously I get that and I know where it's coming from but to be honest with you, I'm not too disheartened about it. I know that, um, like I've, I've restarted the challenge and literally the next day I started back on day one and I just, 
restarted it. Um, so I know that I'm still going to complete it. I'm still going to get it done. It's just obviously a, a setback. So I, I want to discuss failure first in a way of sort of defining failure because I feel like someone, and this is something which again I, I feel people are quite guilty of, is personally defining themselves as a failure and then branding themselves as a failure and that's it. There's no, they've got a very fixed mindset they have decided that they are a failure and that they shouldn't try new things, They uh, everything they do do they're not good at and then that just leads to a big massive negative sort of mindset overall and it leads to very little progress, very little motivation and then they just sort of live this life where they're just sort of sauntering on through, there's no real drive, there's no ambition and they're just sort of in, in the mud really. And and it's something that is that I've definitely seen it. I've seen it in gym environments. I've seen it in professional environments. I've seen it in different relationships. And people just believe that that's it done, and it's it's dead in the water, and, and there's no point in trying. Okay. And the first thing I want to say on this podcast, as a as a tip to people, is you shouldn't feel like that. That uh, that is just a complete wrong mindset to have now I'll give you a wee example of of how that um, sort of applies to me regarding the 75 hard thing so obviously I failed it what that could have then led to me doing is yeah I failed it so it was on the Friday I failed it's like yeah Friday I failed I could easily then just say on Saturday morning when I woke up what's the point in me even restarting it I'm a failure I feel terrible about myself what's the point right so you need to actively talk yourself out of this. This isn't something that is just going to come really easy to you and it's just like, oh yeah, flick a switch, yeah, I now feel more positive, right? That's not what I'm saying. It's going to be something that you're going to need to practice and you're going to need to practice a lot because what it actually is is something that is ingrained in you and whether that be you know due to you just putting it on yourself for, for years or months or whatever it may be, other people putting it on you, the pressure of social media, that feeling that you, you're not enough and that you are a failure can come from so many sources, you know, especially now with, with social media and with, you know, the internet and all that, there's so much opportunity for people to get in your brain and for you to compare yourself to others and brand yourself as a failure, when, like I say, very often and more often than not, I would say, you're not a failure. Like there's, there's, there's very few people in the world who you could brand as failures. You know, like there's, I think even the people, if you were thinking just now, if you had 30 seconds to think of a few people that you would think maybe are a failure, you could still find areas of their life where they excel and they have strong points and they have strengths. Okay? So don't just tarnish yourself overall as a failure. Okay? And again, I'm going to delve into a wee bit deeper now into sort of what being a failure could mean. So to me, the only time that I am a failure, per se, is if I am unsuccessful at something and then I never, I, I either take no lessons from it, I, I never attempt it again, I never try it again, and I let it overwhelm me for a longer period of time than what it should. Okay? See if I'm unsuccessful at something. 
but I take a lesson, I'll take a lesson from it. And then I know that I can either apply it to another area of my life or if I decide to go at it again, whatever that may be, if I go at it again, I'll learn from my mistakes or if I can pass my knowledge on to others, anything like that, that doesn't make you a failure. You might have, like I say, in that moment been unsuccessful or, you know, had a bad time, had a negative experience, but that doesn't actually mean you're a failure. So please don't let it think that it is. For example, in a gym environment, if you were attempting a new PB of, you know, 125 kg bench press, one rep max, and you don't make it and, and you miss the weight, but your one rep max is currently 100 and, oh, I don't know, 115 or something, right? And it's really close. Doesn't mean you are a failure, does it? Like, see, when you take a minute and you actually think about it, you were unsuccessful in that lift, but you're not a failure. All it means is, you know, that you're not at a position yet where you've not been able to, where you're able to lift that weight. Now, what you need to do then is not let it, like I say, not let it overwhelm you, not let, you know, the, the thoughts in your mind run away with themselves and not don't get carried away with it. Like, have I controlled everything that I can control? Was my preparation right? Did I eat well the night before? Did I get a good sleep? That was my nutrition right before it? Was my training programme good? Did I give myself, you know, enough rest throughout my training programme? Was I overworking myself? Was I maybe too fatigued going into it? Did I maybe, you know, schedule it too soon? Did I only go for my, one, my previous one rep max a couple of weeks before and I should have given myself more time to build my strength up? You know, was there, what environment was it in? Was I maybe doing it in a new gym where I wasn't used to the people around me and did that affect me? Did I go at a different time? Do I, do I usually train in the morning and then I actually attempted it at night because that's the only time I could get someone to spot me? You know, there's so many variables there. Like, think, think how many I've just listed. It's at least five or six different variables I've listed there for one example of things that you could tweak and learn from and change going into it the next time, right? So failure doesn't just mean, yeah, that's it, done, never do it again. I'm never going to bench press again. I can't do that weight. There's no point, right? Learn from your mistakes, like I say. Analyse what you can change. Control the control controllables. What can you change going forward? And learn from it and act from it. It's all right saying learn from it and then you, you, you analyse it and then you're like, yep, uh, I, tr- I tried that at 7pm at night and I usually go before work in the morning. Okay. And taking no action from it at all. See, if you're doing that, you may as well not attempting it in the first place, right? The whole idea of analysing it and evaluating it and running through and ticking off what you think you can change for next time is to then go and apply that. So if you have picked up on something like that or you maybe... if in that example, you thought, well, actually, I was really, I stayed on late at, at work the night before and it meant that I never got to my bed till, you know, one o'clock in the morning and I usually get to bed at half eleven. So I've missed out an extra hours and a half sleep the previous night. That's going to make a, a pretty big difference. If you're, if you're used to having a, a structured sleep routine, a, a sleep schedule, and you change that the day before you do something big like trying to get a, a one rep max PB, you're going to feel the effects of it and it's going to be something which affects your performance. So obviously this is this is a very specific example I'm providing and of course many many of you guys that listen to the podcast are going to be going to the gym, are going to be 
into sort of health, fitness and stuff. So that's why I've given this example. However, it can be applied to anything you do, whether it's starting a new business, if you, you were starting a business and you know you, you put up a couple of posts and they get no engagement and no one's speaking to you, learn from that. It's not a case of, oh, I'm rubbish, I can't do this. There's no point trying again. It's like, right, what kind of new posts can I put out? What new content can I can I deliver? What new service can I offer? What you know, what what sort of feedback have I received? Have I asked people why have I put out surveys or have I done any sort of action based on what it is? And again I said about time, did I put things out at the wrong time? Have I tried to engage the wrong audience? Right? So it's not just applicable to being in the gym and trying to get a one rep max, anything in life, if you think, you know what, I've actually not achieved my goal there and I've not done what I know I'm capable of, take the time, review it, analyse it, don't get worked up, because trust me, if you're getting worked up, that's more about you being a perfectionist than anything. People might, this is something that I think is quite common as well, is that some people will see failure and they'll get worked up about it and then and then they'll say, oh yeah, it's because I, I just wanted it to be perfect and I want everything to be the way I want it and that. You need to let that go sometimes because if you don't, you can get very, you, you can become uh, very narrow-minded about it and you can have this tunnel vision on what you want and how you want to achieve it and if it doesn't work out the way you want to do it, then very quickly you can... Can I go off track and you'll never regain it because you'll start to doubt yourself and you'll start to think, like I say, you'll start to just brand brand yourself as a failure and you'll just lose the overall motivation and drive that you have to go again. Whereas if you have the composure and you have that sort of, if you just have that little thing inside you just niggling away that says, look, be wary of what you're doing here and and you know, track what you're doing and make sure that everything that you're doing is actually, you know, positively working towards a goal. And and the example I said about the bench press there, if you have noticed that that's not the case and your sleep's been slacking or you've actually not been going to the gym as much and your training slacked slightly, these are all things that you'll pick up on along the way. And if you don't notice them the first time, and like I say, if you did it and, and you failed, and you don't notice them the first time, but you reflect and you, and you can actually pick them out and you can see where you went wrong, that's when, when you plan your next training plan or when you, whenever you're going after a different goal, you're not starting a new business or you're putting out a new post or you're going to speak to a new girl or if you're going for that new job interview, whatever it may be, you've learned and, and you've got that education from your previous attempts. Now, does that mean you're going to fail, succeed? Fail, succeed. No, you might fail, you may fail again, you may fail a third time, you may fail a fourth time, you may fail seven, eight, nine, ten times. You, you, you could continually fail and not succeed. But it does mean that when you do get that one time where you do succeed and you do get the job, get the girl, get the PB, lose that body fat, whatever it might be, whatever your goal is at that time, when you do actually tick that off, it makes it so worthwhile and it actually makes that success so much sweeter knowing how much work you've put in to get to that stage. So please don't let uh, one failure put you down and, and let that sort of overwhelm you and make you doubt yourself and 
knocked yourself self-confidence and self-belief because trust me everyone fails and the people who you see and you admire and you look up to and you may you maybe think oh they don't fail trust me they fail but what they do better than the rest is that they fail and then they learn from the mistakes and then they apply the education that they've learned and then they learn from it and they actually then progress going forward so that they'll make the mistakes the most successful people you know will make the mistakes that everyone else will make but they'll, they'll come back quicker they'll come back stronger and then they'll apply that learning that they've made from those mistakes into everything they do they do going forward honestly the, the, please don't let failures completely overwhelm you because like I say it's just one small sort of section which touches on another thing I wanted, wanted to bring up on was because you maybe feel like you are a failure if that if you've gone past that stage and you still just feel like a failure you've failed a handful of times and you're like no Callum what are you talking about I am a failure sorry if you can hear sirens and that going by by the way it's <laughs> sorry about that um, yeah so if you feel like yep I am a failure um, there, there's nothing Callum can tell me to to change my mind and, and make me think otherwise. I am a failure, right? What these individuals can, can suffer from is perhaps say that they had a dream or an aspiration of being a, an artist or, or something like that, something creative where they have to draw and they have to design and that's in, the, in their heart, it's what they love to do and it's what they really want to do but what they actually find is they go and when they try and do it and they try to apply it, they're not that great at it. And the first time they go to do it, you know, that's it, I'm a failure, I struggle. And then see from there, they'll then apply, yep, I'm a failure at art. So when they go and try and do something else, they'll say, oh, I failed at art, so I'm just a failure, I don't want to be doing this. And then that'll just bounce from whatever they do, from job to job, from hobby to hobby, whatever it is, they'll just constantly just keep that, you know, the same theme of failure over them the full time. And you cannot let this happen because very quickly it can again it can overwhelm your life and you it can be there with your family and you can be there with your friends or if you're out a social occasion or whatever and you know you find that very quickly it can actually just completely take over your life and your self-esteem just plummets and there's nothing that, that, that you can that you think anyway at that time you can do to change it it's you, you feel that that's just the way you are internally and it's, it's, you were born that way and there's nothing you can do when in reality this is actually just compounded from you when you were younger trying to be an artist and it not working out right? it's so important that if you learn from your mistakes your, your, your mistake might have been uh, and, and the lesson you've learned is I'm not really good at art and then that might mean that you maybe need to do something else and it's maybe not worth the time that you've not got the time to learn to perfect the craft fair enough but then that should mean that when you go into whatever it is you do next you've learned from that mistake and you know that yep that's in the past I've learned from that I know it's not for me let's go pull on into this next thing and give them all you may find that that doesn't work out give something else a go and then again the process will repeat itself and I promise you if you did that enough times you might find the fifth thing that works for you, it might be the second thing, and you know, it might even be the first and you might not need to make that initial failure, right? 
But I do feel that if you've failed this a couple of times, when you do find that sweet thing that, you know, fits you perfectly and fits your your life, whatever it might be, you'll know and, and it will feel internally satisfying and rewarding to you when you find it. More so than what it would be if you just found it straight off the bat. Like I said earlier, if you go through the failure and the struggles, when you succeed and you find what you're looking for and you achieve it and you earn it, it feels so much sweeter inside. Okay, so please just don't let one area of your life lead to just your full life being, you know, overwhelmed by that by that feeling of failure. If you, if you struggled with one thing, that by no means means that you're gonna struggle with everything else as well. That's just not how it is. Um, and if you have that mindset going into something else, then you'll find that you probably will fail. If you go into it with that negative mindset of I'm a failure, I do struggle, I'm not good enough. There's a very, very little chance that you'll probably find, you know, success in doing that because you've set yourself up to fail with your attitude going in. So you must make sure that when you try something new, whatever it is, if it's a new class at the gym, if it's a new relationship, like I say, whatever it might be, go into it with a completely open mind. You can't have a fixed mindset with these things. You, you, you must learn to practice having a more open open mindset with this. And like I say, this is something you must actively choose to do. It's not just that you're going to hear me say these words and then the next time you fail, you're going to feel amazing going into the next thing. You must, you know, encourage these positive thoughts uh, that you have with yourself, whether that be through journaling or through, you know, positive affirmations or anything like this. There's loads of things um, which you could do to your, you know, yourself, your mind, your body, that, you know, what will, will calm you and will make you feel more optimistic going forward. You, you must put the effort in as well. It's not easy. If this was easy, then no one would ever feel like a failure and everyone would be happy and positive all the time. But it's not how it is. It's much easier to fall into that trap of just feeling like you are a failure and then struggling from then on in. So, it's really important that you, you do put in uh, sort of mental work and you really focus on giving it a bit, a bit of effort and putting some positive energy in uh, because, like I say, the rewards that you'll get out of that, uh, you've got a much higher chance of succeeding and making a good go of it and learning a lot more if you go in with a more positive attitude than what you will if you're already sort of tarnishing yourself as a failure and believe that, you know, whatever you do, it's not going to work out anyway. Because if you go in with that mindset, you know, it's probably going to turn out that way. So just to wrap up this episode, I just want to sort of say, finally, please just don't let anyone else brand you as a failure. Everything I've touched on so far has been about you and your thoughts and how you've reacted and how your actions have, you know, led to, led to, some, led to some sort of outcome. Okay, and you know, like I said, there's various ways you can deal with it, with with journaling, with positive affirmations, with listening to books, listening to your favourite speaker, listening to a podcast, listening to music, going for a walk, going to the gym, whatever it may be, something to just put you in that zone that will, you know, internally lift you ever so slightly. It's not going to necessarily send you through the roof with with joy, but it's just that we. So, you know, subtle mindset, mindset shift that will send you on the way to, you know, living a more positive life. 
But please, obviously that's all for you as an individual. Please don't let anyone else affect you and let their experiences, their you know, their point of view, their what what maybe has happened in their life start influencing you. Please don't because all too many times I've seen it, someone, whether that be a friend, a family member, a colleague, whatever it is, they've failed and they've not dealt with it. They've not done what I've told you to do previously. They've let it overwhelm them. They'll come into work, they'll go out for dinner and they'll say, oh yeah, why are you doing that? There's no point in doing that. It's rubbish. And that's all stemmed from them failing before and not dealing with it. Don't let anyone else tell you how to live your life and, and, and what you should be doing if it's all based off their negative experiences in the past because you best believe you're going to get a biased a biased outlook on it from them. And like I say, all, all, too, all too often I've seen and heard opinions of individuals who are well respected and are, for the most part, good people. But they'll have this negative mindset and this really fixed, fixed mindset when it comes to you know, a training method or a, a relationship or a job or a genre of music, whatever it is. And they'll just lay that into you. And before you've even started doing something or started working towards something, you're already thinking about failing. Don't let them influence you at all. And this all comes back to, you know, it's a very popular saying now, I'm guessing you've probably heard it somewhere else before, but it becomes, you know, who you're surrounding yourself with and who you're taking your information from. If you are constantly listening to these negative people and who have failed themselves and, you know, might be the people who maybe are failures because they're just constantly failure, failure, and they're not learning from it and they're just getting worse and worse and worse and they're not taking any action to become a better person. Part of their negativity is gonna is gonna rub off on you. It's inevitable if you're around them all the time. Does that mean you need to never speak to people again? No, I hate it when people say that. It doesn't mean you just need to, you know, live in your own wee bubble and not speak to anyone. Of course it doesn't. But what you should do is when you hear the the these, you know, these stories, these experiences from people, is not to take everything as fact and to go into it, like I say, not with a fixed mindset, but with a very open mindset and be open to, you know, take, take their opinion on board, don't get me wrong, don't just completely ignore everything people are saying, but take everything people say with a little bit of pinch of salt and don't just completely take what they say and run with it, yep, that's fact, they didn't, they didn't succeed at it, they didn't enjoy it, so I'm not going to it either because you have no idea until you try, okay, so please don't let other people get in your head so much um, and if you feel like everyone you speak to is in that negative negative mindset and no one's got anything positive to say come and have a chat with me reach out to me because just now one of my main things about building confidence and becoming a better person overall not even just in the gym but just as a person um, in, in and outside of the gym physically mentally everything I'm all about that and every single client I work with just now is what I'm trying to push for them as well. It's just becoming a more confident person in their life. So please reach out to me if you feel like uh, you're struggling with that and everything around you is negative because it's something I'm really passionate about helping and I'll, I'll be more than happy to, to give you support and be there for you and, and help you along your along your way. Um, if you don't want to reach out to me, just make sure 
If you've got those people in your life already, those sort of one or two people who you think aren't like that, or maybe more, you may, you may be really lucky and you may feel that you are surrounded by good people, even better, right? Just make sure that if you do have these external voices coming in are on the negative side and they're, they're almost preempting failure and they're like, yes, failure's coming. Do your best to not just absorb all that, maybe absorb some of it and take that on board as well. Think, what about that person has made them fail that I can change of they or they maybe do you maybe see them as perceive them as being more arrogant? Are they quite ignorant? Are they a naive person? Um not necessarily a full character, but can you learn from their experience so that you don't have that experience too? Do you can you maybe sit down and assess where you think that person's went wrong and then implement that in yourself? It doesn't mean that you need to make the exact same mistakes that they did. You can learn from other people's mistakes as well. So like I say, please don't let anyone else sort of tarnish your view on what your dreams and your goals might be. Um, it's up to you to go and fail yourself and learn from those failures. Don't let other people tell you that you're going to fail and then not try. Go out, give things a go. Don't be afraid of failure. Like I say, failure is only bad if you don't learn from it and you don't grow and you don't go again. Don't be scared to fail because, like I've said several times now, if you're going to make success and you're going to grow, you're going to fail. It's inevitable you're going to fail along the way. So please, be open to failure. Be happy when you fail. If you feel failure, be like, right, I'm making progress. I'm challenging myself. I'm pushing myself. Yes, I've failed. What have I done wrong? Like I said, make a list of everything that you know you can control that's went wrong. Learn from it. Change it. Adapt it. And go again. Right? Surround yourself with positive people. And trust me, your outlook on life and how you feel about yourself will in increase and it will change and you'll find that in six months or years time, you're such a more positive person and your outlook on life and everything you, you aspire towards achieving, it's insights a lot more, it's a lot closer than what you feel it might be just now. I hope you've enjoyed that episode and like I say, if you feel like everything in your world just now is just negative, is you know, destined towards failure, please reach out, uh, Facebook, Instagram, email, WhatsApp, whatever it is, please get in touch with me um, and I'll be more than happy to help you towards your, you know, towards your goals. Like I say, whether that be in the gym, outside the gym, whatever it is, I'm more than happy to help.